Welcome to Podcraft, honing the art of podcasting. The bite-sized show that covers one topic in depth each series. Your complete podcasting guide. Podcraft brings the pieces together so you don't have to. And now your host, Colin Gray. Hey folks and welcome to another episode of Podcraft. This is series five of Podcraft, looking at making money from your podcast. We're going through this series looking at every way that you can possibly monetize a podcast. Going into detail in each one, hopefully helping you to make a crust out of your show at some point in the future. Now we've covered quite a few topics already, from affiliate income to selling products and services to sponsorship. Now we're on to donations. You can, of course, go back and check out those previous episodes. Just go to podcraft.net forward slash series five, and that'll give you a list of everything that's come before. You can always find the show notes for this episode. Anything I mention in here, you can find at podcraft.net forward slash five zero five. Okay, so let's get on with the show. The podcast host, honing your skills. Get your free equipment buyer's guide at thepodcasthost.com forward slash kit. Get the right equipment. First time. Now, donations are quite attractive to a lot of people starting out in podcasting. I think it's partly because... It tends to be something that's seen as a lot less salesy, a lot less sleazy. You're not selling anything. You're not going to market anything. You're not going to promote anything at all. So even with sponsorship, even if it's not your own product, you're still promoting somebody's stuff. And therefore, a lot of people just feel like they don't want to cheapen their show or, or cheapen the content by selling something or trying to make money from it. Whereby, whereas even donations are seen as a more attractive way to do it because it's less sleazy, it's less salesy, it's all just going on that goodwill aspect. You can just ask your listeners if they don't mind donating a little bit of money to pay for some equipment or uh, to buy you a coffee or something like that. And it can just be seen as an easier way to get into it um, that uh, maybe makes most podcasters a bit less uncomfortable than the more full-scale sales or promotion approaches. There's also the fact, actually, that it's just really easy. I mean, most of the approaches we've looked at before, even affiliate income, which is quite simple, still means finding a product, still means finding someone you can promote, signing up to that affiliate account, and then starting to promote it. Whereas uh, getting donations basically just means you have to find a payment gateway. All you need to do is find a way to take that money and you're in business. You just link people to those payment pages and you're off. So that just means setting up a PayPal account or a Patreon account. Yeah, simple as anything. So it's one of those ways to get into making a little bit of money from your podcast. That actually just doesn't take too much work. So that's probably why, there's a few reasons why a lot of people think about donations in the early days, certainly. So let's look at the context of the types of shows that donations might work well for. Now, the first thing to say here is that donations in particular, uh, probably all of the monetization methods require this, but donations in particular require a really engaged, really loyal and really passionate audience. Um, so you're not, you're not going to be able to get donations out of an audience that just kind of pops in every now and again. You know, they kind of like your content. You give some value every now and again. They listen on a irregular basis. They're not really going to donate in that case. 
you're going to get donations from people that love your content. They love the stuff that you do. They think that you give a lot of value. In fact, they love you. They're, they're going to do it because they like you as a host. Um, they like you as a person, the personality that you put across. So that's when you're going to manage to get donations to work for you. I think it works best in many cases for those in quite a small niche. So those people that serve a hobby market, maybe, where everyone's really fanatical about the subject, something quite specific, uh, like maybe a certain type of game. So maybe if you're into Warhammer or something like that, if you're a, an old school Warhammer player, um, it's a really specific area which you can talk about within a much broader area. People that are really just passionate about that, it's all they do, it's just something that they're really into. If you're serving a market like that, then you're going to have fanatical fans that you can give loads of value to and they're the ones that are going to give you or more likely to give you donations. Another area that donations work well for are those that are doing entertainment. So if you're serving really brilliant, really funny, really entertaining content and people have known to uh, grown to, to love you, to know you through that content, then that's the type of person that could be persuaded to give you donations. It's the kind of thing that, you know, they're, they expect this content you're putting out every week to entertain them, to make them happy, and they would actually miss it if it wasn't there anymore. That's the type of person um, that is likely to give you a donation. Saying that though, even teaching, which is another sort of big market of podcasting, even if you're teaching, if you're giving away value, if you're teaching people how to do stuff, you're benefiting their life, if you can justify it to them, if you can sort of explain to them how much value you're giving them, it's quite likely that you can try to get something back. On to the approach then. So once you've decided you're going to do donations, how do you go about asking for it? I think there's a few different ways to play it. First off, you've got the simple ask. So that is probably the latter one I just talked about there. So if you're um, teaching, for example, you just want to tell people how much value you're giving them. Um, you're doing this for free. You know, um, I'm not getting paid for this. So it'd be great if I can uh, get some money to at least cover the costs or cover the time that I put into this. It's basically just asking for a small thank you in return for all the work that you're putting into that podcast. And there's ways of doing this in a really nice way and a good way that doesn't make it sound demanding or um, requesting. You know, it's ways of doing it so that you're, you seem to offer it as an exchange. Again, it's just you giving a bit of value and people giving a small thank you in return. Next up the list, you've got the metaphor. And this can be quite a good way to get away from the, sort of the issues that people have around money. So instead of asking for a small donation of a pound, of two pounds, of five dollars, ten dollars, whatever it is, instead you say, if you like this content, please just buy me a cup of coffee. Or if you love this content, if you get a lot out of this, then buy me a beer. Uh, and that gets away from that money aspect. It just makes it less salesy. And you can do that by simply putting a button on your uh, on your website, which goes to a payment page which has a certain amount. So say it's a coffee, maybe it's $3 or £2. If it's a beer, maybe you're, you're donating $5 or £3. So it's just about having a button which says buy you a beer or buy you a coffee instead of that money. And that metaphor can help people facilitate that, that donation process a bit more easily. Next up the list, you've got the upgrade. So this means putting out a request on your show to say something like, right, so I've been doing this for a while. I'd love to be able to get a new microphone to really increase the audio quality of this show. I know you enjoy the show, but I really think I can put out a better quality product if I spend $200, £200 on this microphone that I really want. So uh, say £100 on a Shure SM50. I know that if I use that microphone, I can get 
better quality in my studio and I can get out there and I can do more interviews with people as well. So if you donate $100, I can buy that microphone and in exchange you're going to get better sound, the show's going to improve, all this kind of stuff. So that's what the upgrade's about. It means that you're going to say what you're going to do with the money and it's going to benefit the listener. So they're going to get something better out of the show, whether it's better audio quality with equipment, whether it's more interesting content because you're going to be able to, you know, take the bus down the road to go and visit somebody or be able to get out and get more in-person interviews. That's what an upgrade's all about. You're giving a benefit for that donation. And if you explain what that benefit is, it's more likely that people will come along and give you that donation. Now, finally, we've got the incentive. So this is just another way of giving people an incentive to give that donation. And commonly, it can be something like you'll read out their name. So simple as they give a donation and you'll actually just read out their name on the show and say thank you. Or maybe you'll do one more thing. So maybe you'll read out the name and you'll answer a question they've got. So if you donate a dollar, ask me any question you want and I will promise to answer it honestly. That kind of thing. So something simple that you can offer that doesn't really cost you much um, at all in time. And that's good stuff to be able to encourage donations. And sometimes people actually add names to a donor page. So you'll have a name, uh, a page on your website whereby you list all of the donors to the show and people that are really into your show, really engaged with your content, they'll be quite pleased to see themselves mentioned on this website that they see as a great resource that's run by this guy that they quite like that gives them content that they enjoy every single week. So that's the four way, main ways that I've seen people ask for donations, all of which I think work well in the right context. So it's just about choosing one that you think works for you. And of course, there's a bit of research around how to encourage donations. I mean, it's all, it's been done mainly to do with charities, of course. They're always looking at ways to increase the amount of money they can get people to give to charity or for a good cause, of course. And some of that can apply to us. Uh, celebrity endorsements, for example, are a big way that charities um, get more donations. Possibly not the easiest for some of us to get. But, you know, if you're speaking to somebody in your industry that's quite a big name in your industry, you're getting them on for an interview, perhaps you can ask them to do a little 30 second clip uh, just to record something that endorses your show maybe even asks for a donation or to buy you a cup of coffee you might be able to talk that sort of local celebrity into doing that for your show and that can work really well Perhaps more realistically, matching donations can work really well. So say you're going for upgrades, you say you're going to get $100 for a microphone. Can you say that uh, for every dollar I get, I'm going to throw a dollar in myself? So you're not just getting money for free from these people, you're promising to put in the same amount of money. Or you can say, um, so if you buy me one microphone, I'll buy another one. And that means I can get out to do more on location interviews and I can get a lot more great content for you, the listener. So if you're you're putting a bit of skin in the game there as well, you're matching the money that they put in, that can be a good way to encourage people to donate. And the final one is raffles. This is something that charities do a lot and it can actually work really well for a show as well. You could say every month you'll pick up all the names of all the donators that month and you're going to do a raffle that gives something away. Maybe you've got your favourite book for that month or uh, even something, a digital product that's not really going to cost you anything but which you sell. Uh, you can give away that stuff to uh, raffle winners and that encourages people to put in their donation. They're paying just a dollar or two dollars as a donation, but actually it gets them that bonus of being in the raffle as well. I hope that gives you a few ideas on how you can ask for donations. And often that is the hardest thing that people find. It's actually figuring out how to do it in a way that they don't think sounds money grasping or, you know, um, needy. So if you think about which one of them might suit you and uh, you can try uh, implementing one of them in your show. 
And once you've chosen which one you want to go for, next thing we need are the systems. So that means how you're going to take the payment. Now, there are a few different ways to take those payments. First of which I'm going to go through is probably the way and the best known by far, most trusted as well, and that's PayPal, of course. So PayPal is pretty ubiquitous these days. Everyone's heard of it, really. Uh, It's got really good trust factors around it. So there's nothing really going to put people off using PayPal as a method. If they want to donate money and they see PayPal as the method for doing so, they're going to just fire right ahead. There's not really any barriers there now. With PayPal as well, it's really easy to set up a payment button. You just go in, you set up your PayPal account and you can create a button within your PayPal account which will pay directly into your account. That button is just on your website. People click that button, fires them over to the PayPal site itself and then PayPal takes the payment. So it's very little work, Um, really easy to set up. And you can create those buttons to be one-off payments or even subscriptions. So you can get that buy me a coffee through PayPal. So you set up a button that just says buy me a coffee and it makes people donate $3. Or you can say subscribe and give me a dollar a month for the ongoing content. And that sets up a link between that person's PayPal account and your PayPal account. And they'll send you $1, $2, whatever, every single month. I mean, that can be really powerful because you get this recurring income building up. You don't need to keep asking and asking for subscriptions because you've got loyal fans that stick around and give you a certain amount of money each month that you can then rely on. The downsides of PayPal, though, are that the fees aren't exactly small. So if you're sort of using PayPal on a small scale, the fees can mount up. Definitely cheaper ways to do it. And with PayPal, for me, the PayPal dashboard is just awful. I've used PayPal on quite a large scale in the past. And as soon as you start getting a decent amount of donations in or payments, say, it's really hard to track them. It's really hard to see who's paid what and where. And especially if you're using subscriptions as well, it's really hard to manage those subscriptions. So if you're thinking that this might be something that could be quite big in the future, PayPal could become a bit of a, a, bit of a pain uh, down the line. The alternative to that, if you want to put in the effort, is Stripe. Now, Stripe is a payment method which is gaining a lot of traction in the e-commerce world. And it's essentially a payment platform like PayPal, but which doesn't quite offer the same amount of easy options in terms of creating buttons. The benefits it has, though, is that it's cheap. So fees are lower. Uh, a fair chunk lower as well. Uh, and it's got a great dashboard. It's really simple, really clean, really easy to manage all of your payments, see what's come in and where, and the subscriptions as well. It does do subscriptions uh, and it can handle those direct payments, but you do need a bit of programming knowledge to actually sort them out. So you need to put a bit of code on your website if you want to do them in a simple way. But then again, there are plenty of uh, e-commerce solutions out there, plugins for WordPress and the like that actually integrate with Skype these days, uh, with Stripe these days. So you can set up donation buttons, payment buttons on your site quite easily, relatively simply with Stripe using extra plugins. It's not as simple as PayPal, of course, because PayPal, essentially, you just take an embed code from PayPal, you fire it onto the page in your website, whereas Stripe will require either a bit of programming or uh, you need an extra plugin to take that payment through Stripe. But worth it, I think, if you're planning to make this a big part of your work and earn a decent income out of donations or possibly just take payments in general in the future through Skype, sell products. <laughs> I keep saying Skype <laughs> through Stripe. Uh, take payment for products or anything like that. Uh, Stripe is going to be your friend down the line for that anyway. So it may be worth the work at this point. Now, the final method is a newer site Maybe not new exactly, but certainly emerging now, becoming a lot more popular, and that's Patreon. Now, Patreon is a website whereby you can set up an account 
and you can set up a Patreon page where people can come along and they promise to give you a certain amount of money each month or each episode as a donation. So it's kind of like a a supporter page. You set up this page where people can come along and promise to support the content that you're putting out there. And it was designed for creatives to be able to support their content. So it works perfectly for podcasters. So the site's really simple to use, really nice. It's uh, it's very well set up for you creating that supporter page. Uh, You can set up levels and rewards, which is the interesting thing with Patreon. So you can have... Um, an open donation where people can say, I'm going to give you any amount. They can just say, I'm going to give you £4 a month or I'm going to give you £8 a month um, for your episodes. Or you can say, uh, if you donate £10 a month, then I'm going to give you this. Or if you donate £20 a month, I'm going to give you this. And you can also have levels. So if you end up donating $1,000 in total, once I get to the level of getting $1,000 a month through 100, 100, 100 supporters, for example, I'm going to do this. So I'll give you some examples of them later when I talk about some people that are using these. But it works really well for that type of thing, Patreon. It works really well for the upgrades I talked about earlier. So if uh, you want to say that uh, I'm going to get uh, a full external, a full face-to-face interview kit. It's going to be an H5 and two Shure uh, SM58 microphones, which is going to cost me about £500 to buy. I'm going to say as soon as I get to the £200 a month supporter level, I'm going to go out and buy that setup. And therefore, you're going to get all this great quality outside uh, reporting content. So those upgrades work really well on Patreon because people can see it really easily. Patreon actually displays on your supporter page how much you're currently getting paid uh, or earning every month through those donations. So people can keep track of it and it can be quite good uh, for that approach. Some people use Patreon almost like crowdfunding, actually. So if you donate £10 a month, you'll get a T-shirt, say. You know, in crowdfunding, you have lots of levels and it gets you certain types of rewards. Well, you can do that in Patreon as well. Get something tangible. Uh, so yeah, it can be treated like crowdfunding and have that kind of uh, reward approach or even community access. So if you pay uh, $1 a month, it's just a thank you to the show. But if you pay $10 a month, then actually you get access to my private Facebook group where we talk through all the secret strategies and you get private access to me to ask questions. And it's interesting because that last, uh, and in fact, a lot of these are verging on selling a product or a service. I mean, if you're taking £10 a month through Patreon to have access to a private Facebook group, then that is essentially a membership site, isn't it? It's you selling a membership to content that you're doing. But because it's on Patreon, because you're treating it as a donation almost, it's kind of getting away from that salesy aspect. It makes people think of it more as supporting you than buying something from you and it's really interesting that because it makes it more likely that people will do it so it's uh, kind of thinking oh i'll donate 10 pounds a month and as a bonus i get facebook group access so it's a really really sort of interesting approach that might help a lot more podcasters earn a decent living out of their podcasts in future Overall, I think Patreon's really worth a look anyway. I think it's probably uh, a more professional-looking or a more slick-looking method of collecting uh, donations than a simple PayPal button on your website, for example. And because it is becoming a lot more well-known these days, a lot more trusted, it's something that uh, is less of a barrier than it used to be, certainly, in getting people on board. Okay, so I mentioned I was going to go through a few examples of people that were doing this well. So I want to go through a couple of ideas that, uh, well, a couple of real life examples that might give you some ideas on how you could use it. And I know there are a lot of small podcasters out there that are covering their costs with donations or even making a little bit more than that. There's a lot of people out there making sort of 50, 100 pounds a month. 
um, and covering the costs of their hosting, their equipment, all that kind of thing. So this is definitely something that can work for just about anybody with a decent loyal audience. But I'll go through some of the uh, the larger shows that are using it just to show you the kinds of things that are possible and the ways that they are using these systems as well. So first one I'll go through is one of the most famous long-running podcasts out there and that's This American Life. They put out one appeal which was pretty notable a couple of years ago uh, whereby they told everyone how much their bandwidth was costing them at that time. And unbelievably, the bandwidth costs for their show, putting out This American Life week by week, was $170,000. So that's a lot of money to pay out just for bandwidth, just to deliver that show. It's something that they're giving away for free. So they put put out an appeal to ask for donations to be able to cover this cost. And because This American Life put out great content, really great storytelling, people grow to love that show and listen to it week by week. They think, if if This American Life went away, I would really miss that content, that they covered that really quickly. They put out that appeal and people jumped on it straight away. They gave the donations right away and that was covered within a few weeks, I believe. So that was a pretty simple ask, really. They just said, this is what it's costing us. Will you give us some donations to cover it? They just asked for those donations and money and people gave it. So that was the simplest method to do it. Justify it and ask for the donation. Now I realise that this American Life are on a different scale. So not many of us are going to be able to earn $170,000 out of donations. And they got above that, a fair bit above that as well. Uh, But it gives you an idea that people are willing to pay for content. They're willing to donate, keep great content coming out there. And similar, Serial. One of the most famous podcasts, obviously, of last year. They put out a donations appeal as well. They said that we need donations to be able to keep this show running, to be able to do series two. Uh, they talked about the fact that the show costs quite a lot to produce. And if you look at it, they have a big staff. They've got about five people working on that show. Uh, and there's a lot of money goes into traveling around and doing all the interviews and stuff like that. So it's pretty obvious that that's... Uh, It's a costly show to produce and if they were going to create another series then it will take money through donations or sponsorship to do that. They are making money through advertising too which is interesting. So Serial were taking a sort of two-pronged approach. They take sponsorship but they claimed that they weren't making enough money through sponsorship to cover the costs and I think that's probably true. So the donations essentially covered the extra costs, made sure that that series was going to be produced and they covered it easy and went beyond as well. So fans were jumping straight on that one as well, covering the costs of uh, the future podcast series. So that was more a, that was an ask for money, but it was actually a promise for future content, a promise for future better quality content where they were going to produce series two based on that. Now, an example of a podcast network actually that does this really well is Earwolf. So if you look up Earwolf, you'll find they've got a big network of shows, quite a big variety of shows, some great stuff on there. And you can donate to the network as a whole. So you can send some money, just uh, any random amount of money you want, just whatever you think it's worth, just to help that network keep uh, nurturing its shows, bringing new shows on board, just keep the whole thing running. If you actually donate up to $100, they give you a shout out on one of the shows. So essentially it almost works like advertising or sponsorship by that point. Or you can donate individually to shows as well. You go to the show itself, the show site, there's always the donate button on the site there. And you click it and it's all kept internal as well. It's a really good example of nice, tidy, well-run donations uh, which keep you on the site. You're not going to have to PayPal, you're not going to have to Patreon. You're kept on the site and it's all within uh, within their brand essentially. Very neat and tidy. I'm sure it's all custom programmed, so it wouldn't have been cheap to set that up. But if you want an example of uh, a site, a podcast, podcast network even, running really slick, well-run donations, then go and have a look at Earwolf. 
Next, I want to cover uh, an individual called Rob Sesternino. <laughs> now, if you haven't heard of Rob, Rob is uh, an ex-reality TV uh, host, not host, sorry, uh, participant, I should say. Uh, and he runs a podcast on reality TV. He talks about all sorts of reality TV, like Big Brother and Survivor and all that kind of stuff. And he's got really good entertaining content. He's got a great personality. He really engages people with his show. And he's got a really loyal following. That's the important part. A lot of people listen to that show on a regular basis. And we'd really miss that if that went away. So he put out an appeal on Patreon, set up a supporters page. And he basically set out an appeal saying, uh, this is what we do. This is the amount of time I put into the show. I'd love to do this more and more, turn this into a living and give you more and more great content. But I can only do that if I start to make some money. So he just asked people to donate on the Patreon page. And nowadays he's up to $8,700 per month. So he's making a really good living off this Patreon page now, off his full-time podcast. He offers a few different levels. So it's interesting if you go and have a look at uh, his page, Rob Sesternino, and I'll link to it in the show notes. He answers questions from his Patreon supporters. So if you donate a dollar, you can ask him a question and he'll direct it towards his eight ball, his magic eight ball. If you go up to $5, you can get in his Facebook group. So he's a guy who's promoting that private Facebook group where you can access him and the community for $5. And he even goes up to a $25 level. If you subscribe to $25 a month, then you can get an autograph photo from him. So if that's something you're looking for, that's persuading him to go up to uh, the higher levels. So that's something tangible he actually gives away to his Patreon supporters. Another example is Tom Merritt. He does a daily tech news show and he's again got a really good uh, set of supporters. Now he is up to $16,000 per month on his Patreon page. So it shows you that you can make a really good profit out of this. Really good profit out of donations that will help you to turn this into a full-time job uh, that will let you, I mean this is going to let you benefit your listeners even more. That's why the donations model works because the listeners agree that you're giving out great quality content, great value, great entertainment, and they're willing to pay for that. So he's up to $16,000 a month, which is uh, just amazing. Now, he's got a great example of a pitch for uh, for donations. If you go along to his uh, his Patreon page, Tom Merritt on Patreon, I'll link again to that in the show notes, have a look at his video and see how he asks for donations. There's a lot of humour in there. So he talks first about the fact that, you know, he tried to exchange an MP3 for food, but that doesn't really work. So uh, he's putting in a couple of jokes there. Starts off, it really disarms people. And then he talks about the upgrades. So he talks about all the things that he could do if he gets more money, all the things that he could add to the show, all the things that would improve the experience for the listener at the end of the day. And he also talks about the benefit of being ad free. So a lot of people hate ads. A lot of people don't want to listen to adverts. So there's a benefit there. If you can convince people to uh, to send you a dollar a month in exchange for keeping the content that they love free from advertising, then that can be a really big pitch for them. It can be a really big benefit for the listener that makes them go, right, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go along and give a donation. And finally, he talks about the exchange as well. He talks at the end just about the fact that he's given value and you might want to give value back just as a wee thank you. So he uses a lot of the techniques that I've talked about earlier on in this show. I hope those examples gave you a few good ideas on how you can use donations or Patreon uh, to maybe earn a little bit of money to cover your costs at least, or even a bit of a living from your show. But where do we go next? Where, we, where do we go to actually get people to take action here? How do you get them to take the action and give you the, the donation? 
The first question there is how do you get people off the show and to the donate page? So I've talked about it many times before. I'll talk about it many times again. But Pretty Link is your friend here. Pretty Link is a plugin for WordPress, which lets you set up short links, which you can then read out in your show, which are really easy for people to remember. For example, I've already given you one on this show. I said for the show notes, go to podcraft.net forward slash 505. So it's your domain forward slash whatever word you want to put after that. So you want to make sure that your donate to link is really simple. So yourdomain.com forward slash donate, for example. Now you could, of course, just create a page uh, with that slug. So it probably won't be used up on your site at the moment. So just create a page. If you don't have Pretty Link, you don't want to use Pretty Link, you don't want to use too many easy links, then by all means just do that. Just set up the page slug to be donate and you can make sure the URL is really easy to say and for your user to remember. Now, one reason why you will want to use Pretty Link or you might want to use Pretty Link at this point, I think, is because if somebody's going to follow a link from your podcast, that means they're pretty well sold. It means that they've listened to your show. They've probably got back from a walk or a drive or whatever they're doing at the time. They've, they've thought still to go to the computer, follow that link and send you a donation. So you want to send them straight to the payment page at that point. And with that... Uh, pretty link tool you can do that so i could set up a podcraft.net forward slash donate link which actually when you type that in it doesn't go to the podcraft website it goes straight to the paypal payment website and takes that payment well it won't take the payment obviously they've got to fill in their details and all that but it takes them straight to the page where that process is started so for me those links that you're reading out in the show should go straight to the payment page whether that's on PayPal, whether it's Stripe, whether it's Patreon page, whichever place where you actually allow the people to take to make that payment. Now, where would you read them out? That's the important thing as well. Where are you going to read out that call to action? The way I'd recommend is to say your call to action very briefly at the start of the show. So pave the way. Just say, remember, this show runs on donations. So I'd love it if you could pop across to podcraft.net forward slash donate and spare what you can to help us keep running. Just a brief one that, just a 10 second mention of it and then straight into the content. You don't want to, you don't want to sort of labour the point too much at the start of the show. You always want to give your call to the action more towards the end of the show because you've already built some trust by that point. People have got some good content out of you. They've got some good value, some good entertainment. They're more likely to follow that call to action, I think. But worth putting it in at the start as well, very briefly. And then, of course, like I just said, full call to action at the end. So, I mean, if you were adding an ad or a sponsor, to the end of your show that would run for 30 seconds 60 seconds so feel free to chat for a minute two minutes even about your sponsorship sorry your donations program Uh, the reasons why they should do it the benefits of donating to the show all of those reasons that we've talked about a bit already on this show convince them to do it and give them that link that goes straight to the payment page outside of the show though you want to be doing it on your website as well you want to put donate buttons throughout your website So you could put them in the sidebar, put them in the bottom of your posts. Try and talk somebody into coming to the donations page and giving you a bit of a donation, even if they're just browsing your show notes. So they might have come to see your show notes to get some more value, to browse through your articles. Maybe you've got some blog articles on there as well. You want to make sure that those people who haven't come straight from the donate link on your show, that they still have a chance to be talked into donating. And you might want those to link to a landing page rather than straight to the payment page. So those are a bit of a less warm lead. People are maybe less convinced at that point. They might just see the donations button and think, I'll have a look. So you might need to put a video on there, maybe a video on the landing page, put some information there about why it benefits them rather than taking them straight to the landing page. You want to sell them on that donation. Create a video like that one I talked earlier on by um, by Tom Merritt. 
Talk about what you're going to do with it. Put a bit of personality in there. Really sell them on it. And then hopefully you can secure that donation, whether it's a one-off or a recurring one. And finally, I bang on about this as well, but email lists, you need to get them on your email list too. That's how you can get donations. If you get people onto your email list, either from the podcast or from your website, then during your email sequence, when you're putting out your emails, you send a few which are good value, great stuff, updating them on the podcast, giving people entertainment, all that kind of good stuff that grows that loyal audience. Loyal audience. But you also want to send them out an email every now and again, just a brief request for donations. And a little trick there as well, actually, is using the PS to good effect. So at the end of a post, uh, at the end of a, a newsletter, sorry, at the end of an email broadcast, put a little PS at the end saying, remember this show, I put it out for free, I put a lot of time into it. If you would love to donate or buy me a coffee in exchange, that would be much appreciated. And just have a little link to your payment page. That can be a great way to get regular donations in if you're sending out regular newsletters. So that's donations. I hope that's covered everything you need to know about getting started in donations, whether it's going to be suitable for your context, whether it's something that might work for you. Or As always, if you have any other questions, please do tweet me through on the podcast host, fire me questions via Twitter, or go to the show notes page, look up the resources there and put a question in the comments at the bottom. You can find the show notes at podcraft.net forward slash 505. And I will put out a little note again, a request for reviews and ratings on iTunes. If you have a chance, just take a minute. Please do pop over to our page on iTunes. You can find the link there from podcraft.net. You can find the iTunes page in the top right. Just go to podcraft.net, go to iTunes, top right. Find our show on there and just give me a little uh, a little honest review and a little rating. And it always helps get the show out to more people, uh, get new subscribers, all that kind of stuff. All that good stuff that keeps us running um, and uh, keeps the great content coming, just like the donations do. <laughs> so I hope that was useful to you. I hope you have a great week. And I hope you use donations at some point in the future to earn yourself a little bit of income from your podcast. Talk to you next time. If you want more of everything podcasting, from equipment guides to podcasting courses, head over to thepodcasthost.com. And don't forget to give us some feedback. Leave a comment at podcraft.net or send Colin a tweet at the podcast host. Thanks for listening. 